Welcome to Catch and Release, a podcast project undertaken by more than 100 English 12 students from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary in Vancouver, BC. In these episodes, you'll be hearing about their memories, big moments from their lives, their regrets, and their dealings with mental health. We hope that after catching these stories, you find a way to release what's holding you back. Thank you for listening. to our last episode of The Shadows. Yay! This episode will definitely be a useful one, especially for parents and teachers. In this episode, we are going to discuss ADHD at school and how to help students with ADHD to succeed at school. Starting from grade one, kids stay at school from nine o'clock to three o'clock. If kids are diagnosed with ADHD, teachers will definitely play an important role in helping kids succeed at school. We know that kids with ADHD might have trouble concentrating and following instructions. When this happens, teachers should have strategies to help them. And dealing with disrupted classroom behavior will also be inevitable. Right. Let's hear from what a teacher from Laurier Elementary has to say. Hi, Mr. Fisher. I'm currently working on a project about ADHD issues. May I interview you a few short questions? Certainly. Do you have experience teaching children with ADHD? Yes, I've had several kids with ADHD in my class. Yeah. And how did they behave in your class? Different kids behave differently. Some、mm. students have a lot, a lot more energy than、mm. other students.、Um, and then there's the other side of it, where some students are kind of lethargic and have a lot、oh. less energy as well. Yeah, difficult, difficulty focusing and completing tasks. Oh, for kids who are like hyperactive, if they disturb everyone around, how would you deal with the situation? We try to give them different strategies for dealing with the way they're feeling and their energy. Sometimes we give them alternate workspaces, or we make sure that they have、um, get to do exercise or get some of their energy out before they start doing activities. And、um, we work with resource teachers as well to try to help them focus. Any challenges you have encountered? Dealing with this situation. Well, one of the big challenges is for students with ADHD is that they can be quite bright and they have the ability to be successful and they're smart, but they can't achieve success because they can't concentrate.、Oh. So those are one of some of the big challenges. I see. So when you you might see marks on a report card, it doesn't accurately represent what they're able to do because they aren't able to focus. In terms of their homework or project, they can hand it in later, or they will get a shorter quiz. Do you have、yeah. this kind of? Yeah, we do adaptations for students that that、um, have different learning needs for sure. And would the parents meet you or contact you on a regular basis to discuss about their child's behavior in class and the situation? I think it depends on the parents for sure.、Uh, Some like, parents are very involved in their children's education. And are very supportive, and some parents are a little bit less involved. So、oh. I've had both parents that are involved, and also parents that、um, really focus on the school、um, to give most of the support. Mhm. Think of what a school setting requires children to do: sit still, listen quietly, pay attention, follow instructions, concentrate. These are the things kids with ADHD have a hard time doing. Not because they aren't willing, but because their brains won't let them. That doesn't make teaching them any easier, of course. 
If you are a teacher, you know these kids. The one who stares out a window in his or her math lesson. The one who wouldn't be able to keep his rear end in a chair if he used crazy glue. The one who answers the question, "Who can tell me who is the author of the book?" With, "Miss R, did you dye your hair?" And this can be frustrating. But teachers can make changes in a classroom to help minimize the distractions and disruptions of ADHD.、Mm, yeah, for example, sit the students with ADHD away from windows and away from the door. Also, can let them sit in rows. Usually, work better than having children sit around tables. If possible, put the children with ADHD right in front of the teacher's desk. I think this will help. Yeah, that's some of the good ways. Teachers can also make changes to information delivery. Information delivery? You mean teach the lesson slower、mm-hmm. and repeat more frequently? That could be a way. But that's not effective enough, and other students may find the lessons boring if the teachers just repeat and repeat. So, what do you suggest? I think teachers can use some visuals like charts, pictures, color coding to teach. This will attract more attention and will be easier for students with ADHD to learn. Certainly, this method can also apply to note taking for kids and their organization skills. Using charts and symbols to take notes will be more effective and interesting than copying word for word. In terms of organization, teachers can have kids keep a master binder with a separate section for each subject, and make sure everything that goes into the notebook is put in the correct section, and color code materials for each subject. That's what I tell my brother to do. <laughs> I think this would be a good way, especially for kids with ADHD. For kids who are energetic, get them to exercises to get some of their energy out. <laughs> I would recommend them to play a sport. You remember that we talked about this in episode two. They might be quite successful in sport field. Oh, and Mr. Fisher has mentioned that they do adaptation for students, right? Yeah, like accept late work or make a shorter version of quizzes. They can also test students with ADHD in the way they do best. Such as orally or filling the blanks. Exactly, but even though these methods can help students with ADHD, it will be much better and create less stress for teachers if there are more than one teacher in the class. That's what Mr. Fisher has said. If there are some kids with ADHD in the classroom, teacher might have to pay more attention to those kids. As a result, other students may be neglected. Hmm. Wait, Kelly. Do you remember that I told you ADHD can affect children, teens, and continue to adulthood? Yeah, people who had ADHD diagnosed in childhood would probably have it into their adult years. So, don't think ADHD is something that only elementary school teachers need to deal with. High school teachers also need to be aware of this problem. Hmm. I agree. Do you want to listen to what Mr. Johnson, who is a high school counselor, has to say? Our interviewer Keiko has asked Mr. Johnson several questions in terms of this issue. Of course, let's hear it. Hi, Mr. Johnson. I'm seeking some information about ADHD. Do you have any experience with students that have ADHD? Yeah, I got lots of experience with ADHD. Before I became a teacher, I worked、uh, as a support worker, and I worked with many students with ADHD. 
Um, I have friends who have ADHD, and uh, certainly here at the school, I've worked with students who, who have ADHD and, and uh, struggle with their focus and concentration. What would you do if a kid comes up to you and tells you he or she has ADHD? Well, I guess the question is, do they think they have it based on what they've read on the internet, or have they been diagnosed with it uh, by a doctor? Because a lot of different things can present with similar symptoms to ADHD, so it's important to get a proper clinical assessment by a doctor in order to determine. But if a student has ADHD and and has been uh, diagnosed with ADHD, then I would work with uh, the resource teacher to work out a plan to try to reduce the negative impacts of the ADHD in the classroom and make sure that the teachers were aware of that and, and talk to them about how they could help that student overcome the challenges that ADHD presents. What is the most frustrating thing for students with ADHD? It's very frustrating. As students get older and they actually they may be more uh, interested in being engaged in school and wanting to be able to perform well in school, but they struggle with the, um, because they can't focus, it becomes very frustrating to them because they're, you know, they just, they think they're stupid. But it has nothing to do with their, it doesn't have anything to do with their intelligence. It has to do with their ability to focus on the things that they need to focus on. Do you think it is necessary for teachers to be trained in order to deal with ADHD issues at school? Um, the, the teachers don't necessarily need to be trained. They need to be made aware of what, how the accommodations that would be put in place work and why they're important that the, the student be able to use them. But um, when it comes to dealing with someone with ADHD, it's important just to understand that it's not a behavioral issue. Like the student is not trying to be a problem by being distracted. They're just really struggling to focus on their own. Do you think medication would be a way that can help students with ADHD do better at school? Medication is very effective in, in helping people with ADHD. Um, you know, some people don't like taking the medication, but it, it really can help people focus. And the good thing about medication when it comes to ADHD is you can take it as needed. So you don't need to take it every day over an extended period of time for it to be effective. Um, if you know you've got a big test coming up for the weekend and you know you really need to focus on the study, you can just take a, the medication for the weekend so you're really focused and then take it the day of the test. And then you don't have to take it the next day if you haven't got anything that really requires a lot of concentration. So it's, it's good that way you can sort of use it as needed. Mr. Fisher and Mr. Johnson both mentioned about students' struggles on focusing. They're smart and they may have the ability to be successful but they cannot concentrate, which makes them frustrated. For example, when a teacher is talking in a class, they may seem as if they're listening, but actually they're not. They might be easily distracted by noises, passerby, or their own thoughts during an exam. Right. That's why we can't only look at a report card to determine a person's intelligence. I think what Mr. Johnson has said Taking the medication before a big test is useful. Medication will help you focus. But during the usual time, when you don't need a lot of concentration, you might not need to take medication that often. Public high school is still different from elementary school. If your symptoms are not that severe, you might not have a resource teacher to stay with you all the time and give you extra help. And also, I don't think you can get a shorter quiz or test. You still need to hand in your work on time. Yeah, 
And since high school is much bigger, a single teacher no longer only focuses on small classes with only twenty kids, like elementary school. That's why we have counselors, and parents should also keep in touch with school counselors and teachers through phone call, email, or meeting person. But you know, not every parent are very involved in their children's education. Some of them are less involved, right? Yeah, but it's better to work with teachers to keep your child on track at school. As a parent, you are your child's advocate. For your child to succeed in the classroom, it is important to listen to what the teachers and the other school officials have to say. That's true. We understand you might feel afraid or miserable when you first find out that you have ADHD. However, we think the most probable way is to have more communication with others and have the courage to overcome it. Yes. So this is the end of our podcast series, The Shadows. Hope you gain more information on ADHD through us. If you find it interesting and helpful, feel free to subscribe to us and share it with your friends and family, or the person that might need it. Also, if you have further questions. Don't hesitate to rate and write down your comments. Look forward to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks to everyone who participated in this podcast episode. The interviewers are Kelly and Keiko, and thank you, Mr. Johnson and Mr. Fisher, for being with us. Music is by Freesound. The editors are Linda and Kelly. Thank you, everyone, for your hard work.